Welcome to the Self-Reliance Wealth Podcast. My name is Dave Deal, and I am your host to learning how you can create side hustle income. Hello and welcome everybody to episode number 16 of the Wealth Reliance Podcast. My name is Dave Deal and I'm your host. Today, I am super, super excited. If you can hear a little background noise, don't you worry about it. I'm actually on my way back from Pocatello, Idaho. I had a random inspiration to uh, connect with a friend up there and had some amazing, amazing conversations, some great stuff that's actually going to develop here over the next few episodes of uh, an actual practical, real business idea that instead of just talking about and interviewing different people, we are actually going to start a company. And it's going to be an amazing company that's going to lead right into the whole message of what Self-Reliant Wealth stands for. Today, however, we have an amazing opportunity to have a special guest on the show. And this is a gentleman that I met, uh, we've never met in person, but we've had amazing phone conversations, uh, webinars, Zoom meetings, and we've really developed a, a close relationship. And he's helped me to develop some of my talents and skills and improve the business I have, become more clear on what my focus is, which is exactly who he is and what he does, is he helps business owners take their lives to the next level. And this is somebody that I am working with currently, so it just shows you how important it is to have you know, a, a consultant, a strategist, a spring, uh, springboard, a soundboard to be able to bounce ideas off of. Something very, very important if you want to be able to develop as a person and to be able to develop your business into something that is a next level business. So without further ado, Cody Minster, welcome to the show. How are you, sir? I'm doing fantastic, Dave. Thanks for having awesome, me. Man. Well, Cody, tell us a little bit about yourself, man. How did you get into the position that with Cultivate Advisors? Tell us a little bit about, you know, some of your background and what's what's most important to you. <laughs> well, I'm happy to. Like most people, I'm sure they it's a roller coaster, but I'll I'll do my best to summarize it. So maybe it's just me, but when I was 19 years old, I was going to school for business. And I realized very, very shortly into uh, my degree that I realized I didn't really know what I was going to do with that. And specifically, I remember sitting in uh, the computer lab, looking at my bank account and watching that the month's tuition check pretty much wipe out my bank account. And I remember sitting there just thinking, Dave, I was like, what am I doing here? And that was a springboard and I think God tapped me on the shoulder because what happened next was kind of really changed my life and I remember having a, a very emotional phone call with my brother uh, someone who's a mentor in my life he's older than me he's got six kids a really successful businessman and I just him and I really lean on each other and I remember just, just telling him like dude I don't know what I'm what I'm doing right now and he's like yeah it's okay you'll figure it out and I remember Probably a day or two later, I was. This is when I was working part time, and I was actually doing a landscaping job of all things, and just with some friends as a side gig. And it was an extremely hot day, and I was probably dehydrated. <laughs> and I remember getting to the end of my workday, my phone rings. I don't even look who it is, and then I answer the phone call, and the voice on the other line 
says, Cody, I know what you're going to do with your life. <laughs> I was like, God, <laughs> what, 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 what is this? He's like, no, Cody, it's your brother. And I was like, oh, hey, what are, what are you talking about? And these were his words. And he goes, Cody, you're going to start a painting business. And it's just trust me. This is going to work out, but this is going to be a keystone to help you find some direction in life. And if you're like most people, <laughs> you're probably thinking like, A, number one, I've never even ran a painting business before. I don't even know what he's talking about. And he's clearly just deciding my future right, right then and there. So to shorten the story, essentially what it was is this opportunity where I got a chance to run my own franchise. It's a, it's a company called College Pro Painters. And I started that when I was 19 years old. And it's a, it's a 20 year old plus company that just empowers college students and they give you an, an amazing opportunity to start a business and to realize that you don't really have a lot of income. So you really got to work hard and you got to grind it out. But so I did this for, for two years, two summers, I ran my own painting business. I hired college kids and we painted houses and the first year that I did this, I was still going to school full time. I remember Dave, the, uh, at the end of that, at the end of that year, there's, there's probably upwards of 200 different franchisees. So college students that are running businesses. And at the end of that first year, I ended up doing over six figures in sales. I had 12 people that worked for me and I was one of the top producers in the company. And what's neat about that is at the end of the year, they give you, they invite the top producers to an awards banquet. And I remember going to that awards banquet and they, they pretty much list off all the things that you accomplished that year. And I remember walking across the stage, getting the plaque in my hand and then sitting down and realizing at that exact moment that I had to quit. <laughs> Because the part of the story that it didn't tell you was I was miserable. I was working upwards of 90 hours a week. My girlfriend dumped me because she never saw me. I never made any time for her. I was never around my family and I love going to all of our family events. And the only reason I was grinding it out and hustling that much is because I had so many doubters that didn't think I could run a business at that age because I wasn't essentially a great student that I was going to work like a dog and die before I let that happen. Interesting. So here's the thing, and I'll let you finish it from here, which it, that was a keystone moment to, to my career. Cause I, I essentially had a, had a tipping point of what, where I could go. And at that point I really thought I was, I was going to move on and just say, Hey, this was a great experience. But what ended up happening is when I went to the franchise saying that I was ready to step away, one of the higher ups managers in the company said, Whoa, 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 what, like, what are you doing? And I said, Oh, I listed all the laundry list of complaints. And I just basically just told him that, you know, this isn't going to work. And he's, this is the first time I ever had a chance to work with a true mentor. And what happened was he said, What do you really want? And that was the, this was a moment where I was like, What do you mean? What do I really want? Well, like, well, I was kind of joking with him, like, I don't know, probably to work like 20 or 30 hours a week. <laughs> but, 
and not like kill myself. He's like, okay, well, how about this? Like, why don't you actually tell me what you want in detail? So I shared with him a vision of like what I, okay. Things. How about this? If you come back, I'll make sure that I work with you and you will accomplish this, but there's one key thing that is going to matter on this. I'm like, all right, what's that? It's like, you got to follow the math that I lay out with you and you got to be ready to, to make change. Because if you don't, you're going to go back to your old habits. You're going to be miserable and you're going to be hating me at the end of this year. And I don't want that to happen to you. So I took a big uh, leap of faith and I decided uh, to come back. I worked with him and that was like one of the most amazing uh, years of my life. I ended up doubling my income. I literally worked less than 30 hours a week and I was 20 years old and I took five weeks of vacation where I just traveled all over the country and brought some friends with and we just, it was just amazing. So I tell you that story because then after that, for the, about the next decade, uh, I realized that I couldn't be a college pro painter the rest of my life. Cody, you still I there? am still here. Yes. Okay, that was weird. It cut out for a minute. So you, it cut out, and uh, you were talking about you had started many different companies, and then where did it go? Yeah, after? I started. So I started over the next decade. I started three different companies. One in uh, sales and promotion, where we ran a marketing company, basically B two B, and we did a. It was, it, we did all different types of sales promotions for small business owners. Then I started a, a tech company where we raised several hundred thousand dollars in angel funding. That was a great experience. So what ended up happening is I went on a couple of different tracks with diff different businesses and different interests. But what I really found is what ended up happening is I got a lot of, I got a lot of information and hard knock lessons in different industries. And finally it just became, I think you would share this is it became really natural to just share insights to other entrepreneurs out at networking events and things like that. And that's where I really fell in love with just helping people plan their, their entrepreneurial journey and help them focus on what's most important so that they can accomplish their biggest goals and dreams. And now this is what I do full time. That's so cool, man. So let me ask you, this is a very, ah, this is going to be a difficult question to answer, I think, but <laughs> What would you say out of all of those experiences, everything that you had to overcome, you know, going through the trenches, so to speak, what was the one thing that you were the most grateful for? Like absolute, this is what I'm grateful for to the very core. It's what helped define me. And I'm sure there's lots of different moments, but was, was there one specifically that just was like this, I'm grateful for this. And this is, an impactful thing that's going to change the direction of my life. Oh, there's so many things that I'm grateful for. Okay. You want me to pick one that's going to, that helped change the course. I don't know if this is, or, or like two or three. Whatever. 
<laughs> but just like, what were some of the main things that really said, okay, this, I'm so grateful for this because this, even though it was hard, even though at the time it didn't feel like I was going to make it. I look back now and go, this was amazing. So I'll, I'll, I'll go two directions. One, I'll go with the professional side and then I'm going to go on the personal side. Okay. Okay. Perfect. So the professional side, I would say how hard it was early on. So my sales process to at that painting business was literally walking down streets in my neighborhood and just knocking on the door and introducing myself and asking them that they wanted to work with me. Uh, that is a very defining moment if, if you've never been in sales before, especially at a young age. So you can imagine there was a lot of doors that were slammed and you just, the ability to stay positive in that and to, to just push through that. If I wouldn't have done it and I just said, this, this sucks, like, which a lot of people do and just like hang it up. If I wouldn't have been able to do that and to really withstand that, like it would have completely changed the course of me even taking it. So I think just that would definitely be one. Why did you keep going? Easy. There's a group of friends when I first found out. So short story of like how you become a franchise owner is you, you, you there's a pretty extensive interview process because they realize that you got to have some pretty determined grit in order to do this. I mean, most kids at this age don't have that type of skill set mentality, even though they're teaching you all the things on how to run and operate a business, which was the greatest gift. I mean, the mental side of it was something that, you know, wasn't just naturally like come out. So I think the thing that I just gained from that was when I first got hired by the franchise to say, okay, we want to give you the opportunity. We think you're qualified. I went back just elated because at this point I didn't really accomplish much. <laughs> like in my life, there wasn't a ton to be like, Hey, I did all this. I, I was a four, I was a three sport athlete, but it's not like, you know, I think you're so young and just getting going. So anyway, I went back and, and told my key group of friends at that time that I was doing this. And one of the guys, I kid you not looked me dead in the face as I'm just excited. And he looks at me, he's like, you're totally going to F that up. <laughs> and this is my friend and granted th this guy's not my friend anymore. Because uh, <laughs> we've, we've upgraded our peer group since then. But man, I don't know what happened in my, and I'm not someone to get like too fired up on this. Like I think I've really humbled out over the years and we can talk more about that if you want, but something snapped in my brain that I was just, it made me so upset that he was so confident that I was going to mess that up. And probably because he was, you know, he was a jock of our school and things like that. He was probably thinking like, what, you're going to, you're going to go run a business. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Good idea. You know, we, we just got, we just graduated high school. Like, I don't think that's, that's probably your plan. So there was something that was like, I never forgot that that was just anchored in me and no matter how hard it was. And then also the, from my, my family side of things, my, my mom is a, like a worry wart. So when I told her I was doing this, she, she like literally panicked. <laughs> and I had to have the franchise, one of the managers talk to her and sell her that 
on this fact that I was going to go do this and just understandably the snow, like if it didn't work out, like I was still going to be okay. And she needed to hear that. So, so my, the combination of someone just totally taking me off to the point where it was just, that was my motivation. It was like a vendetta approach. And then the combination of, Hey, my mom is just so worried. My parents are like, this isn't going to work. Like who Cody, you're a terrible student. Like, come on. Like what you, mm-hmm. but I, I know you're, you're fun to be around and you, you know, you can talk to people, but you're probably going to need more than that. And I was like, uh, thanks. So I think that was part of it is, is that whole, whole side of it. That's fascinating that you talk about that too. So this weekend I listened to something by Renee Brown. I'm not sure if yes. you know who, who she is. Anyway, she said something about critics, right? We, it, it's crazy that in our lives we try and force out the critics we try and shut out the noise right then she talks about this stadium mentality when you go to the stadium to show up you're walking out you know into the into the arena and what happens is we try and you know kick out the critics and that's not ever going to happen you can't control who's in the stadium or in the arena Mm -hmm. right but when the moment that you assign them a seat and it's reserved for them, and you accept that they're going to be there, and you tell them that, thank you for your opinions, your, your insight, but I'm not going to listen because I'm going to do it whether you tell me to or not, is the moment that you are able to break through that upper limit problem of worrying about, you know, basically making everybody else happy. <laughs> and through that story, I mean, you've totally been able to that they were going to be there and you moved forward Mm -hmm. regardless absolutely Mm -hmm. fascinating you know uh one of the things that we talk about this a little bit more if you want to but my wife and i have over the last probably seven years we've got we've gone to a lot of different events like business events, you know, like mastermind groups, um, marriage enrichment programs, like things like this. We're just always scaling and growing. I think you're obviously that's part of something that that you believe in. And I would assume the listeners are too, if they haven't, but you know, the, one of the, the events that we consistently go back to is by Tony Robbins. The Unleash the Power Within, Date with Destiny. He's got that one and the Business Mastery Program. We've been to several of, of those. And what you were just talking about, that uh, one, he always talks about there's different forms of suffering. And one of the key things that I think has just really changed my life, uh, a couple of, among a couple of things that I just keep hearing as patterns and themes, is this whole notion of expectations of other people is one of the fastest ways to suffering. Mm-hmm. Right? We can't control them. I can't control you. You know, we have this great relationship, but any day it's like, you know, as, as cool as this is and how amazing this conversation is, we've never actually met in person yet. We have this great connection and we have this, but at any moment you could just flip a switch and you're like, Oh, see you later. And it's like, if I dwell on that and be like, what, how could you do this to me? Which a lot of people will, and wouldn't say that I wouldn't be hurt or, you know, taken back. But if I dwell on that in any of these situations now going forward, it's like, 
when you grow and you get bigger and you start impacting more people, it's going to be polarizing. Mm -hmm. Your message is going to resonate with you and I. And then there are going to be other people that are listening to this and be like, what is this talking about? But if we can get anchored in because we are connected and every person, and that is like the difference maker of our lives. When we talk to them, we got significant others, we got business relationships. But if you can start anchoring that, that expectations of other people is the fastest way to suffering for you. And if you can just kind of just be like, you know what, maybe this happened for that true blessing. And we just can't exactly tell and, and just trust the path that things happen and just continuously learn from it. That is a skill. And it's not something that I was like born with yesterday, but it's just been when you consistently are around, there's been some, we have all, if we're in business and these are the people that are listening to this, the grinders, the hustlers, like you're going to have these moments of deflation and you're going to have these moments of wins and you are either going to take the deflation and you're going to learn a really awesome lesson that you're never going to want to forget and you're going to make a change or <laughs> you, you got to like really get anchored in into the wins and you got to just like really appreciate that and just ride that and just trust that things are happening totally. Your life is happening to you, not not at you. Mm-hmm. 100% agree, man. That's, it's amazing. So part of this conversation we also had this weekend was, or I guess not weekend yet, but um, we, we were discussing <laughs> Everest and you look at Everest, right? And you and I have had conversations about this. Everest has basically four different camps, really five if you're talking about base camp. And you have to acclimate every time you go to the next level. But before you even get to Everest, you have to go and you have to train and you have to accomplish all of these different mountains. And in our lives, we were faced with all of these different obstacles, challenges, joys, right? And we, we've talked about through the journey, that's really where you become who you are and you gain the experience. And in the documentary about Everest, one of the Sherpas made a statement that was just powerful. And my buddy just showed me this and he said, you, there are so many people that come to Everest and hike this mountain and they die. And it's not the elements that kill them. It's the lack of experience and understanding that kills them because they don't know when to stop and regroup, right? There are elements that you cannot control and you have to be able to read and be aware and know what's happening and you might have to go back down to camp one or camp two and wait out the storm and then prepare Mm. again but we're so excited and we're so jazzed because we can see the top but we have to turn around or we're gonna die and it's not about i'm winning i'm winning i'm winning it's about being smart being aware being able to understand and really gain clarity on where we're going and what we're doing And I I really Mm -hmm. believe that that's, you know, a very true statement to our lives is everything that we go through is building us. It's developing us. It's preparing. It's it's giving us the experience that we need to hike our Everests. Absolutely. You make me think of a really great example of (laughs) the reason why certain people are happy and not happy. I don't know if you and I have ever even talked about this, but one of the guys that I just love following, especially if there's other entrepreneurs that are listening to this right now, is uh, Dan Sullivan. There's a company called Strategic Coach. Are you familiar with I'm that? I'm not, no. 
So he has effectively coached more high level entrepreneurs than anybody else, even more than Tony Robbins that make a certain income level. And he's in his seventies and he's been doing it for over 30 years. He's actually worked one-on-one with over 6,000 people. And now he's got uh, a very just like his strategic coach is a very just like respected industry for, um, for just helping people like really take their game to the next level. But I, I know several key friends that have gone through his program. I really study his material. And I, the, anytime you listen to the guy, he's just a wealth of wisdom, especially at that age and that, you know, he's seen so many patterns that come up. But one thing that he talks about, and I think this is kind of like the Everest, is like the Everest in, in our world is almost like the, the goals in front of us, right? We see what you want to create, what, what your life and what, what's the best personal and professional life you're attaining to gain in the next you know, however many years, the year, five years, 10 years, et cetera. And you could say like some of the things are like the Everest moment. And what he's really depicted, which I love is the reason why people, it's like, you're either looking at your Everest, your dream goal, and you're looking at it and you see it's like every step you take, there's, there's going to be a gap that's going to be between where you are and where the peak is or the summit of Everest. Mm-hmm. And every step that you take, it's like, here's the defining thing. You are, if you look at the gap and you constantly say, it's like, wow, it's 30,000 feet or however many feet it is. And if you take two steps for that day and then you just get bashed down and you look at it and you say, oh my gosh, look at the gap. Look how far I have to go. If you look at the gap, you fall face first into it and you are essentially going to be an unhappy person. Mm-hmm. Why? Because you're always like, look how far I have to go, right? But if you're the person that says, whoa, I made it two feet today and look how bad that blizzard was and I still lived and you're smart enough to go back down, now you are essentially a happy person because you're looking at the progress. I love it, dude. I love it. Okay, we're coming close on time, but I want to talk about one more topic and that is how important is appreciation and gratitude to the people that you surround yourself with, whether it's your team, your employees, your mentors, and how are some of the ways that you show that gratitude and appreciation instead of being just a a blanket overall to really personalized, lasered in appreciation and gratitude? Good question. One, there's... I have kind of just like a couple of written statements that when I, when I start a day, there's a couple of things that I'm just looking at, which is, you know, what am I already thankful for? So that I think there's just, you have to constantly rewire your mind to think that way because you're just not born happy and grateful. <laughs> you're, you have to realize that it is scientifically, like there's studies that have shown that 75% of the average human thinks about negative thoughts. Like that's when we have 60,000 thoughts a day on average, and 75% of those are negative, (laughs) okay? And 98% of what you think about is the exact same thing that you thought about the day before. So why that's even relevant in my mind is like, we gotta figure out how do you improve the 2% and then how do you improve the 15% and how do you start making shifts? And really the only way is it's going to be is you got to think about like that constant repetition, like going to the gym of what are you going to do to train your, train your brain? So you're actually thinking about 
not just being kind of like, I'm happy, I'm happy, I'm happy, but truly looking at, okay, life is hard. It's really hard, but like, what am I grateful for in this moment? So I think if I answer your question right, it's, there's this daily training of just, okay, what is that thing? And, and a lot of times it's just, I love my wife. I love the fact that I'm healthy and I am alive today and I'm going to make the most out of this day. And I think if I just had to live for today in this moment, in this conversation with you, I'm like, how can I best serve you in this moment? Because this is truly all that matters. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Like my son is at daycare my wife is at work, but it's like, I can't do anything about that right now. The only thing I can control is this conversation to some level. Mm -hmm. (laughs) We could have that fun conversation about that too. But the other way is to then just say, okay, out of these people, like just how am I going to show up? Yeah. Knowing if if anyone follows uh, Brendan Bouchard on this, you know he's got he's a different guy. That's he's written several best bestsellers. He uh, Peak Performance Academy, I think he 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 runs and owns. But one of the what I love about him is he's got a couple of different rituals, and I've tailored them to my own. But essentially, every conversation I'm about to have, almost every time now, whether it be five seconds or a minute long, I'll stop and just sit there and think like, why? Okay. Number one, it's time to be present and focused here. So I'll actually have this little mantra where I'll be like, Cody, you ready to show up and be your best right now? Yes, you are. Okay. So it sounds goofy, but you're like, your eternal dialogue is so important. And then the other one is just like, how can I just totally be a blessing to this person? Like God use me help me be the best I can to this person in this conversation right now and just trust that everything's going to be okay. And when I look at that and I look at who I'm talking about and I just visualize my day in my calendar and I just see all these discussions, I'm just like, you know what? I'm looking forward to this call. I'm looking forward to this person and here's how I can do this. And like, there's just, when you, when you, when you start operating on a like moment to moment and you just visualize what you're going to do. And then you surround yourself with people that you're just truly pouring into. And you just like do your best to go above and beyond where you can. Not so you burn yourself out, but you, you just do the little things that take five minutes that, hey, I can connect someone to this person. If you can just get good at doing those little five-minute things and just act on you know something that you can go above and beyond to do, that is a, usually a really good first start. And then I can close my eyes at the end of the day and just say, hey, I did the best that I could today. I love it, man. And that really is the definition of what progress is, right? Is when we can look at ourselves in the eyes and say, I, today I did my best. And that's all that we're ever asked to do. It's all that we're supposed to do. And it means more than anything else, right? And that's really what people in general need to hear. It's the message of hope and light in the dark times. Because we never have any clue what people are going through, where they're at, what's happening. No. And the person that you maybe open the door for or smile or make a laugh, you know, or whatever it is, that simple 30-second task, and it's not even a task, it's a 30-second thing that you're doing anyway, could potentially influence that person for months or years ahead. They might remember that for the rest of their life. Mm-hmm. Yet we're so closed Absolutely. off to doing that because we're in the hustle and bustle of like go, 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 you know, Black Friday shopping, right? <laughs> that's, that's the epitome <laughs> of what it is. But just be kind, love, have gratitude, be authentic, be genuine. 
and those are the types of characteristics that will infuse so much happiness and hope to those that are in need. Absolutely. Awesome, Cody. Well, if you had one piece of advice, say that you are, you know, on your deathbed and this is the last <laughs> living breath that you take. Okay. What would you share with the people around you? What an opportunity. I'm going to give two. I'm going to cheat. Do okay. it. Enthusiasm gets you really far in life. So just bring your best self to certain situations. People want to be connected to people that have different energy. There's a loss of it in the world at certain levels. And I think people just want to genuinely, for the people that really are, you know who you are, but you know that when you're lit up and you've got like your, your thing going, like people that creates opportunities for you. You get a, you got to fake it till you make it a little bit. And that's such a true statement. And I'd say the other one, if you just want a better quality of life, because we are going to be around people forever until we close our eyes is there are certain situations where people are going to get upset and you didn't do anything maliciously to, to harm them. And you're just going to be kind of sitting there like, what the heck? And you have a defining moment at that specific time to either say that person is a jerk or whatever, and you're going to cast off the demons to their world. Or you can actually completely shift to more of a compassionate state and you can say, oh my gosh, like, man, for this person to lash out like this over this situation, there must be something going on in their life that is just hurting them right now because I don't think a, a person in a great, beautiful state would do something like this. And I have noticed if you can just get dialed into that, <laughs> I think it just allows you to sleep better at night, just knowing that you're actually sending those people more love or more energy and just kind of being kind along the way. So I hope that's useful. I love it, man. What an amazing episode. This has been fantastic. Cody, if someone wanted to reach out to you and connect with you or ask you a question, what would be the best way to do that? Yes. Yeah, so, I mean, a lot of, obviously I'm a, I'm a lover of philosophy and life, but I just love business too. That's why we're here. And, you know, a lot of times uh, business systems and scaling and growing. So if you go to Cultivate Advisors, cultivateadvisors.com, you're going to find a ton of different resources for if you're in the, especially if you're in the grind and hustle to grow and scale your small business, we have a ton of just free, amazing resources that help business owners get to that next level. And that's what our specialty is. Um, all of the people on our team have run small businesses at one point. So we just, we're passionate about making it like truly being the go-to company that supports small businesses. And you'll see a, a list of the advisors on our team. And I'm, I'm on there with my bio. You can see a little bit more of a video on me and just how to connect with me, different uh, emails. Um, uh, that's there, but if they can just, if anyone has any questions or follow-ups, they can reach me at Cody at cultivateadvisors.com. Awesome. Cody, thank you again for your time, man. I know you are a very busy guy. You're always, you know, out and about serving and helping other business owners and, you know, even just the people in your community and you're a great example to, uh, to me in my life. So I just want to tell you how much I appreciate you 
and uh, am grateful for, you know, the relationship that we've been able to develop. And um, you've been, you become a great friend to me. And, you know, I, I love business and I love entrepreneurship, but more than that, it really comes down to the people. And, uh, you know, I really, really do appreciate all that you are and all that you stand for and what you've done for, for my family and for me. So thank you. And with that, we will go ahead and wrap up episode 16. Thank you so much, everybody, and make it a fantastic day. We're going to have some amazing content coming out here over the next coming weeks. Please stay tuned and check out upcoming episodes. You can also visit us at selfreliantwealth.com. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Wealth Reliance Podcast. If you'd like to learn more about who we are and what we do, check out our website, www.selfreliantwealth.com. S-E-L-F, Reliant, R-E-L-I-A-N-T, Wealth, W-E-A-L-T-H, dot com. Are you ready to learn how you can take your life and your business to the next level? Learn how you can create side income and have different assets pay for your life and your lifestyle? Tune in next week to the Wealth Reliance Podcast. This is Dave Deal signing out. Thank you so much and have a great week.